0: The recession is defined as two consecutive quarters of negative growth, the GDP, the gross domestic product. Now, Q1 of 2022, we were slightly negative, and I believe tomorrow, July 28, 2022, we're going to find out um, Q2 GDP since we're just, we just started Q3 three weeks ago. In addition, um, Microsoft released its Q2 earnings, I believe, today. And they did pretty well, given everything. Uh, I know once that was released, um, the stock market had a bit of a bump. Amazon's Q2 earnings come out this week as well. And let's see, so we have a, so, so there's a, I'm looking at an article, it's like a preview. So analysts estimate uh, $0.14 versus a $0.75 increase on Q2 fiscal year 2021. So quarter over quarter, year over year. Of course, everybody knows that uh, AWS or the Amazon Web Services, that's basically what keeps the lights on at Amazon. Uh, Amazon Fulfillment, um, as, as a general rule, uh, does not make a lot of money. Well, it makes a lot of money, but almost the entire amount of money gained uh, through fulfillment is dropped right back into um, the expansion of the fulfillment system or additional fulfillment centers. So fulfillment, Amazon Fulfillment, Kind of operates in a negative because the money that is made is dropped into building more fulfillment centers. I know I spoke last week about the price of gas, and here in the central Virginia area, three dollars and 88 cents a gallon. That's roughly down a dollar a gallon in the last month. And some friends of mine are they're, they're celebrating that gas is three eighty eight a gallon. I'm like, you realize that that's n- not a good thing. I guess it's better than four eighty eight or five eighty eight a gallon, but you really shouldn't celebrate three dollars and eighty eight cents a gallon. So it no longer costs seventy six dollars to fill up my uh, fill up my tank. It now costs you know sixty three. Certainly way, way too much. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. My name is Keith, and this is Episode 6. So, just talked a little bit about um, we're expecting negative GDP growth tomorrow, and that officially, I guess by definition, puts us into a recession. So I know I always said that I was going to try to do my darndest not to bring politics into the podcast, and then with the caveat that it's very difficult to talk about the economy and not talk about politics at the same time, since... I'm a a very firm believer that there is a a definite intersection between the two. So we look at the negative growth. We're going to be in a recession as of tomorrow. I guess you have you ask the average, you know, Joe citizen in Iowa, somewhere in the Midwest, the Rust Belt. They're going to tell you that we've been in um, a recession for quite some time. You talk to folks that are, you know, paying sometimes 10, 15, 20 percent increase in certain goods at a grocery store. People not really able to afford uh, the kind of food that they were they were purchasing a year ago. Um, they will certainly tell you that they have been in a recession. But tomorrow, I guess, is the... the uh, we fulfill the definition of a recession. Of course, Russia and Ukraine are still at war. But a couple days ago... They negotiated a kind of, not really a truce or a ceasefire, but they were, Russia allowed Ukraine to ship some grain out of, um, out of Odessa, and then uh, Ukraine promised not to destroy the ships or anything like that. that were transporting Russian grain. Um, however, that didn't last very long uh, because the port of Odessa on the Black Sea was struck uh, by several Russian missiles, and a part of that port uh, received some significant damage. So, so much for that. But even if uh, the Ukraine and Russia was to uh, start shipping that grain again, um, it's going to take a long time for that to catch up uh, because of the deficit that we've been working with for the last, geez, what, three, four months now? In addition, you look out west and the western United States, like Portland, Oregon, uh, 103, 105, not even counting the heat index. So you have a a heat wave or whatever you want to call it. Here in Central Virginia last weekend, 108 with the heat index. It hit 99. So 107, 108 with the heat index. Sunday was not much cooler. Blame it on global warming. I just call it summer, but that's just me. Uh, the president COVID about a week ago, so he was isolating, social distancing, and all of that. And I heard he tested negative today, so he's back out doing his thing. So all of these things together, you know, you have the the extreme drought out west, you have the incredibly high heat, and all comes together, and what it really does, it erodes, I guess, consumer confidence. So if you go out, again, just grab, you know, Joe Schmo on the street, and they're not going to be very confident about their current situation and the future situation. It is a very real possibility that in the next several weeks or several months, there's going to be portions of uh, of the world and the people that live in these areas that are going to go through significant hardships with a potential, uh, you know, for starvation. China and a few other countries they've been hoarding their grain for the last several months to make sure they can feed their people. Whereas here in the United States, the breadbasket of the world, we're basically sending our grains and we're selling them to the highest bidder. I'm not going to get into corporate greed and all that kind of stuff, but you know, money makes the world go round, but it does seem a little suspicious that uh, we're we're letting, you know, whatever country purchase our grain when we certainly have the ability to put it to use here. Then if you've been watching the new Sri Lanka, that place is just a hot mess. Rioting, they have no food, no fuel. That country's in in real, real bad shape, and it's not getting much better. So there's really not anything on the horizon that leaves me with any sense of optimism. So we're going to talk about prepping in reference to the latest developments in the economy, which are not good. I think in the last podcast I talked about the price of corn, that the great value of corn that I got at Walmart. Now your economists, you know, they'll gauge, uh, you know, the economy, you know, futures. They'll, you know, um, soybeans, um, beef, wheat, and all sorts of grains, pork belly, whatever that is. That's like, you know, the, the futures market. And, you know, you look at the, so the whatever the price of a barrel of oil is, say it's $100, I'm not even sure what it is. That's like, a, that's a price in the future. That, you know, I, I don't know how it happens or I don't know how these people decide on, on you know, futures on the price of something in the future. So if a barrel of oil goes up $5 today, that's the future price in the futures market. But damn, if they don't raise the price of a gallon of gas, the next day and the thing about gas prices they'll go up very quickly but when they drop they drop very slow and I doubt seriously if we're ever going to see gas at whatever what a year and a half ago what 220 230 250 a gallon I don't think they were ever going to see that again so with no real optimism if you haven't started doing any sort of preparation, any sort of prepping, you really need to start. Back to the corn example. I believe it was, what, 48 cents? And I need to drag out my receipts. 48 cents a can at my local Walmart. And then I believe it was 58 cents a can about a week or 10 days ago. Now it's gone up another 2 cents. So it's 60 cents. And that's just here in Central Virginia. Who knows what that can of corn costs in Minneapolis or or Dallas, Texas. But I noticed for the longest time, um, Walmart was not raising the prices on a lot of their food. Now, your Del Monte and your other brand names, uh, Ocean Spray, if you want to talk juices and, and things like that, that price is pretty much dictated by those companies. By uh, Del Monte, by Ocean Spray. So the great value corn, you know, even though it has an uh, Amazon, it has a Walmart label on it. You might be able to buy it on Amazon. A Walmart label on it. Who knows, you know who, you know where this comes from, or who, who, or who technically puts it in a can. But you know, Walmart has done a very good job of not raising those prices. So when I see those prices start to creep up you know, $0.10, cents, um, you know, now, now $0.12 cent increase. It, that gets me a little bit nervous because, you know, Walmart, you know, they, they buy in volume. That's why their prices are relatively less expensive compared to other people. So, you know, you look at Del Monte, I think their corn was like seventy. So much more, you know, than the great value corn. And to me, they taste the same. So when I see Walmart raising prices on a can of corn, you know, two cents in a a week and a half or two weeks, that to me makes me a little nervous because if Walmart is raising the price of the great value brands, I don't even want to look at the price of some of the other name brands. Did a Costco run this past weekend, and I really need to get in and dig out my receipts from uh, from my previous visits to see um, how much the prices have increased. I picked up the usuals, um, picked up several cans of tuna, several cans of chicken breasts, uh, pulled pork, grabbed um, a six-pack or a nine-pack of Spam. Uh, They had a really good sale on, uh, on pork chops, boneless pork chops. These things, they're super thick. They must be an inch and a half, two inches thick. These things are monsters. When I first picked them up, I thought it was, you know, like two layers, one on top of the other. No, it's just one... One big ass pork chop. Um, Definitely the kind of pork chop that you would butterfly and, you know, and and hammer into a, you know, some sort of, you know, a schnitzel or or, or something like that, a tenderloin, something like that. But anyway, I digress. So if you haven't done something, please do something. Um, You know, I know I talked about the price of corn and how much it's increased. So now it's 12 cents. So whatever, you know, 12 cents times 24 is, somebody do the math for me. That's how much it's increased since I purchased it. So, if I was to go out and purchase that exact same can, I'd be paying 12 cents more than I did a couple months back. And there's certainly no indication that any of these prices are going to come down. All right, folks, that was just a quick take on uh, the latest economic indicators as I see them. I think in the next podcast, I want to talk about um, what I call social decay. I think that's something that's worth talking about, especially if you live here in the United States. I think it has a lot to do with you know, how folks look at each other and how we're devolving as a society. I don't see a lot of love out there. I understand you turn on the news and it's, you know, somebody got shot, somebody got robbed, that sort of thing, but I I don't want to exactly put my tinfoil hat on first, but I'm a firm believer that that we're growing apart as opposed to growing together. And given that, and given what's going on in the economy and the recession and how it's going to get worse, I, I this is a recipe for I don't want to say disaster but for significant hardships. So without giving too much away, I think probably next podcast or maybe the next one after that, I certainly want to do some information, provide some information about uh, long-term storage of water and that sort of thing. But, you know, there's there's not much love out in the world right now. And again, you know, maybe it's kind of like the price of gas, you know, Hate and the dislike for our fellow human beings go up very quickly, like the price of gas. But then to get everybody back together and loving each other, probably going to take a long, long time. If you'd like to reach me by email, Practical Prep Podcast at gmail.com. Got a couple emails this past week. Thank you very much for emailing in, folks. And go ahead and respond to all of my emails. It's not like I have a thousand and it takes me a long time. But if you do email me, I will email you back. And to the person that emailed me this week with some words of encouragement, thank you very, very much. It means an awful lot. As usual, be careful out there. Take care of one another. And until next time.